started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Hello. Welcome to See Girls Make Do. I'm your host, Alex, a.k.a. an idiot stick figure with no soul. No, that was mine. <laughs> that was very close to mine. <laughs> I I can do another one because I've got another one. So I'll let you have that. I one. can do another one. It's fine. Okay. Uh, and I'm Stephanie, a.k.a. Twink's Awakening. Uh, and I'm Summer, <laughs> a.k.a. some 25-year-old girl. So also very close. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guest this week. We have the wonderful Summer. Yay. 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 Friend of the show. <laughs> you might remember her from episode three when it when it was just me and Summer because Alex was away that week. It's been so long. Yeah. And this is my first time with Summer. So I'm very excited. We are all excited because we're talking about the season two finale of Sex and the City. And this is also our 30th episode, which is kind of wild. God. Yeah. Wow. 30. That's a lot. This is a big one because it's season two finale. It's season two, episode 18, X in the City. So since it's the season finale, there's so much going on. Um, This episode is like 32 minutes long, which like for reference is a solid maybe seven minutes longer than a normal episode of the show. And about 30 minutes longer than it needs to be, I think. I think, I mean, I think like two minutes, just a quick. Yeah. In and out. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> we don't even get an in now this episode. I think Samantha could have stayed. I think she was fine this week, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shall we jump into it? I think we should. Since just, we're all friends. Yeah. Let's just get right in. Mm-hmm. And this is probably going to be a long one, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, so we start off with Carrie and Miranda flower shopping, as you do. Just out of the, just, just you do it. I know it's Valentine's Day today for us, but, like, whomst the fuck are they buying these flowers for is what I want to know. Um, I mean, I just like to have flowers in my home. I'm a very, like, I don't know, I'm an earth sign. I like flowers. I like naturey things to be surrounding me. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice when someone buys you flowers. It's like perfume or drugs. Absolutely. True. You just just don't want to buy them yourself. Yeah. (laughs) There's literally no difference between buying yourself flowers and buying yourself weed. <laughs> weed is a plant. <laughs> like, if you have to, but, like, it's kind of nice when someone oh, yeah. else buys yeah. you weed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and then, does Carrie say something about, like, getting married is a tough choice, but there are even bigger ones. Like, should I get the $3 flowers or the $5 flowers? True. Because the $5 flowers are going to last a little bit longer, so... That's true. Probably just a, net, a like single extra day. It's extremely worth it. It's extremely worth it. Actually, I think it might have been $5 and $10, which is even more a ridiculous price for flowers. Mm-hmm. For what they were. They weren't big bouquets. They were just like flowers. I think like one of the bouquets that someone held up was just like five flowers. It's like, <laughs> great. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to hand these to my yeah. friends one by one. <laughs> And we start off the theme of the episode, which is obviously exes. Mm-hmm. And 
Miranda sees Steve walking down the street looking like Nick Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, well, he very much is. And he's like, he's like basically coming back from basketball or something. He's like in his basketball shirt. I think he's holding a basketball. <laughs> he, he looks just like Steve because that's what, this, yeah. Yeah, this five foot seven man has been playing basketball <laughs> and. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> With his glasses on, you can't jump with glasses on. That's a fact. It's uh, true. I don't think about these things. I'm a short, and basketball is a heightest sport, <laughs> so I don't play it. I never think of this. I'm not familiar with like the things you can and can't do with glasses on, just because I wear wear fake glasses. Um, but I do have beef with you because you wear <laughs> fake glasses. <laughs> but they're so cute, so it's fine. I, I know. Uh, oh, um, the last time I went to a theme park, uh, I asked Noah just kind of curiously. I was like, "Are you gonna keep your your glasses on for this roller coaster?" And he was like, "Oh, I, you know, I never thought about it." Oh. So, <laughs> but Noahs are real, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> but and he's worn them his whole life, so I don't know how he has not had this problem before. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I've more or less worn them. My I've worn them since I was like eight, I think. Mm. Um. And yeah, playing sports with glasses on is really annoying because they just slide down your face. Oh, that sounds annoying. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, Steve. And then they do this thing. So like Miranda freaks out and like grabs Carrie and they run away. Yeah, and like they Steve obviously sees them too. Like. He, he just looks a little bit confused and <laughs> well, because Miranda might as well have screamed like she does it so dramatically that how could he have not seen her yeah like if she just kind of pretended to hide behind something and just not see him it would have been one thing but she fucking bolts <laughs> as she like grabs Carrie so aggressively that Carrie's coin purse goes flying and I don't know how many times they had to have done this take but there were just coins like in <laughs> It's good. Every corner of the screen. Uh, yeah, and she like throws the flowers at the flower seller and he starts shouting at them, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously is going to draw attention. This is just really, it's very cartoonish. Yeah, it is kind of funny though because it's fucking Steve and it's like, well, I didn't want to have to watch them interact. So it's kind of nice that they avoided it for the meantime. True. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't last. But um, moving on, we obviously, we go to our, our classic brunch mm-hmm. and they're all sharing like a, they're all sharing chocolate cake with ice cream and the cake doesn't go down and the ice cream doesn't melt. It's beautiful. <laughs> true. I, this, like, I tried to be sp- like sparse with notes because i knew this would be a long episode but like everything was just distracting me this episode i can't contain it mm-hmm. just let it out there are also there's a lot of challenging sentences spoken in this scene <laughs> i had to like go back and like wait did she just say that and then like i was still processing it and someone else said something and i'm like whoa whoa i can't i cannot listen this fast Mm-hmm. I think every episode, like every time the four of them are together, everyone is just saying like one-liners that it gets kind of overwhelming. That's true, um, yeah. I, I wish we could write down every single one and say them, but then that's just repeating the episode, so. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Yeah, they're talking about how, you know, can you ever stay friends with an ex? Question mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miranda's never been able to. 
And, okay, Miranda is very me because she's just, like, she basically explains, like, once she has an ex, it's like, okay, we didn't work out and you need to not exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Same, really, honestly. Mm -hmm. I I very much kin Miranda and Samantha in this scene because men are just extremely difficult to be friends with for the most part. (laughs) I have male friends, but, like, for the most part... I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot of women who have, like, the majority of their friends are men, but I can't imagine that being true for me. (laughs) But, I mean, obviously you can be friends with men without being romantic, though. (laughs) It sounds exhausting. I mean, it is. Yes. I I think I've always had, like, a majority girlfriends because, I don't know, I mean, every time I've had a guy friend, not every time someone's like they either liked me or i like them Mm. um so it's always been a bit like Mm, Uh, just stressful it's just stressful i mean i do i mean obviously i have guy friends but most of them are already dating someone so i don't neither of us are looking at each other in any way Mm. yeah so it's fine um but in terms of being friends with exes i think it just depends how you break up but most of the time you're not going to be breaking up like mutually and you're both cool with the relationship ending there's no harbored feelings like it's gonna be messy 99 percent of the time yeah otherwise you would have stayed together if everything was perfect like yeah like miranda says like something about how i'm i love the idea of having this harmonious sort of breakup and it's all you learn and you're, you're mature about it. Um, and I do believe that these kinds of like ex couples can be friends. Um, but I just, I believe it with much difficulty. Yeah, I believe it, but I've never seen it. Mm. <laughs> I've never seen it happen. It's a bit, yeah. It's like a uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, and I think it depends <laughs> on, like, the level of friendship that you're talking. Like, are you talking mm. you're still, you know, friends who want to hang out one-on-one? Or are you still hang out in the same friend groups? Because those are really different things. Like, because I feel like in this episode, they try to make the former of those happen, where it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to try to, you know, go out on, like, a friend date with my ex, where we just hang out the two of us. And it's like, that's really different. I don't know. It's different from, like, mm, I don't know. I don't I've also never really gone on a like a friend oh actually no i do that all the time (laughs) i usually hang out with my friends (laughs) one-on-one and i've done that with guys Mm -hmm. um who are my friends and then again one of us had unrequited feelings for the other so it didn't end very well Mm, um now i'm just thinking about that one tumblr post that's like god i just wish that i had like had someone to go out with in a platonic way instead of like you know like dates except for it's not romantic and then it's just like Oh, you mean like having friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Samantha says that she's, why would she have a male friend? Men are for fucking, women are for friendship. Um, she's right and she should say it. Well, she's right somewhat because women can also be f- for fucking, but. True. And then that's where you get like galaxy brain. That's <laughs> right. Where- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. I think Samantha uh, yes. also says something like, or I think it was Charlotte who said, no, it was Carrie. Carrie was was saying like, once you break up, where does that love go? And then Samantha's like, it goes on to the next person. And everyone's like, oh, don't be ridiculous. But like, of course, that's how it works. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, I, 
because mm-hmm. Carrie's a big romantic and she's like, no, there's no way Big could love Natasha the same way he loved me. And like, <laughs> shut the fuck. Like, yeah. of course you're going to have a different relationship, but like he does love her. Mm-hmm. I just love that she brings it back to herself. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, well, she can't not. <laughs> I know we were talking about Miranda and Steve, but Big and <laughs> Natasha... <laughs> Uh, and there yeah apparently carrie goes on about how she's she's come to terms with it and she's just happy for them now which is a bunch of bullshit yeah it's not true why even say (laughs) it but i I don't know you can be honest with your friends Uh, yeah well carrie can't be honest with anyone Mm -hmm. but she's you know she sort of says that oh we we throw we keep dresses that we're never gonna wear but we throw away boyfriends and it's just so fucking corny because everything has to be about her or clothes the thing is uh dresses are better than boys (laughs) so like (laughs) true that's absolutely true yeah I get um, kind of what she's saying when she says it's not the same love in some sense because it's like, I mean, the way that you love one person and the way that you love another person can be very different. But like at the yeah. same time, it's like, I don't know. It's not like you have to be in a perpetual state of having love go somewhere. Like, <laughs> I no. mean, and it also makes it kind of sound like, oh, when you're, you know, when you're single, you just – or I don't know it makes it seem like you only have so much love to give when it's not really a quantifiable thing (laughs) yeah no I mean I think even if you have even if you were a parent and you had children you would love your children equally but differently because you would love different things about them the love Mm -hmm. is always just like slightly different it doesn't have to be like oh like I'm he's replaced some me with someone else it's no no there's just a new a new person and a new love Mm-hmm. The energy has been transferred, but the love is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I love the end of this scene, though. Like, after <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> after she says, you know, like, it, you know what? I've moved on and I'm just happy for them. And then, was it Samantha? She's just like, Natasha is such a complete bullshit name. <laughs> Fuck Natasha. That's stupid. She's just, oh, totally bullshit. This is so ridiculous. They act like they've never heard this name before. I know. And, like, I, I get kind of it. Because, like, sometimes you're like, oh, well, have you ever met someone named Valerie who's been nice before? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like some people just have this fixation where they've met so many people who are bad with this name, I guess. I don't know. But obviously here they're just being petty. But <laughs> That's me with Olivia's. Mm. <laughs> I do like how... They had this whole like very deep kind of like introspective conversation and then they really just cancel it out with this really petty ending to the conversation. It's very funny. I mean, that's just Alex and I recording every night. We have this really, really (laughs) deep, really deep podcasting session and then we just throw it in the trash. We slam dunk it by just... (laughs) Yeah. Being like, yeah, dicks, teas, fannies, you know. Yeah. All the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, then we get our question of the episode, which is, can you be friends with an ex? A simple one. It's a very straightforward question for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we do get some good maths metaphors beforehand, <gasps> which I uh, just, as soon as I heard, I knew you would be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, in math, we learned that X is the unknown. A plus B equals X. 
facts. Blah, blah. And I don't even remember what her point was about this. It's something about the unknown. I don't know. It made no sense. It it did not connect. Mm-hmm. No. Carrie, just stop. <laughs> yeah, Carrie, sharp challenge. Um, <laughs> so then we have, oh my God, this is when red flag red flag red flag steve shows up around his house like her apartment i was gonna say house oh my god i screamed steve is acting so fucking weird and creepy in this scene like so weird uh when we were like this has to be a building with security right (laughs) yeah how did he get in i would hope how is he there when we were watching this scene together noah said that all of his lines here sound like things you would say to someone right before you murder them <laughs> that was a yes. shitty shitty thing you did miranda shitty <laughs> shitty thing yeah. well, i think the first thing he says when he walks up to the door is like i can hear you breathing <laughs> i like I, I what's that other tumblr post like the door is locked you can't come in low um i would just say what are you gonna do I'm not going to open the door. What are you, you going to do? <laughs> um, yeah, he comes in and he's saying, that's a shitty thing you did the other day. It hurt me when you just left. Like, w- why does he show up at her apartment? This could easily be done with a phone call. Uh, well, it's the 90s, so. <laughs> phones didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, pe- people be- don't be on their cell phones. But, like, why does he have to even say it at all? Like, is there a reason why? Yeah. Why can't he just move on? Like, okay. I understand that it could hurt your feelings for sure, but like, unless there was a reason that they wanted to keep their relationship even like as a friendship or anything, like I don't really understand why he cares that much. Oh, because he's a fucking creep and he needs to control her fucking life. And we've seen this; we've seen it happen before. It's going to happen again. He's a he's a control freak. Yeah, did he not have anything to do for the rest of the day? So he just. <laughs> followed her home or like well, he's a bartender so he works nights okay um but also yeah he doesn't he doesn't have laundry to do he can't buy a coffee go to the library read a book <laughs> do yeah. literally anything that isn't shop at your ex's place randomly to call them shitty <laughs> yeah um, and then uh, i like miranda gets quite upset obviously mm-hmm. um and she sort of says, like, well, it's it's a shitty thing you did just showing up here and having a go at me. Yeah. Well, well, she doesn't really say that until, like, Steve is the one who says that, kind of, because he realizes he's made her feel so bad. Because, like, she's just like, well, I freaked out. What was I supposed to do? Like, I saw you and I don't handle X as well. And he's like, come on, Miranda. This is me, Steve. Come on, Miranda. <laughs> it's me steve (laughs) and he's still just whispering this whole time and it's still terrifying i don't know if he ever played a serial killer but he should that ted bundy film recast (laughs) it because (laughs) yeah maybe oh maybe he could have played david berkowitz he's a real uh sort of sam kind of guy yeah very new york as well it would work it would be i I could very envision that (laughs) Huh? Just him, like, fucking talking to a dog? I, yeah. Green light, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's so, I don't know, this scene is just so, I don't know, it reads as very manipulative to me because he loads, he unloads 
all this bullshit onto her and then she gets upset about it and she's like i like i can't believe i did this shitty thing to you you would never do anything that shitty to me and then he's like well how about showing up and calling you shitty <laughs> like yeah you're right uh that was pretty shitty of you and it's it's very it, weird it's like kind of it's the manipulation tactic where you upset someone and then try and console them so you like a good person mm-hmm. even though it's your fault yeah um yeah. it's just really fucking creepy and like a huge red flag if anyone ever does this just block them you know do not interact with them mm-hmm. ever this is a very serious city girls moment yeah uh, but eventually <laughs> she just they like decide that they're gonna go on a, a friendly date mm-hmm. um platonically yeah and they hug and gross oh it gets grosser Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you were complaining about Steve in this episode earlier before we recorded, and I was like, was she talking about this scene or was she talking about the later scene? Because, like, both of them gave me hives, but in different ways. Oh, I just realized a, a, a line I wrote down where he said, it's me, Steve. I held your head when you were sleeping. Oh, God. Yeah. I held your head when you were sleeping. Why would you say that? (laughs) I held your head while you were sleeping. Um, This is... Uh, Yeah, it's horrible. Let's move on to Charlotte the horse girl. Oh, the next scene is worse because there's a horse in it. (laughs) God, mood. This is... Oh my god. Uh, Charlotte looks so good though. I fucking she hate her looks so gorgeous. Much. She uh, does. She's she always looks so put together even when she's just jogging yeah, down the street. She has New York like a street. little sports bra and like short set. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um for some reason this scene is filmed like um like she's seeing a really hot Spanish guy or something. <laughs> but it's a horse. <laughs> yeah. It's a horse, but there's like flamenco music in the background and like zooming in to his face very slowly. That's just what horse scores be like. Yeah, there's a lot of weird kind of... <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of weird sort of like back and forth between like horses and men in this episode. And I don't... And- also oh, like had the it. guy with the really gigantic penis later on too and i'm like they out of all the horse comparisons they could have made that is the one they didn't make so though no, they called him a stallion mm-hmm. they call him a stallion but not his dick they have like a moment where he he like makes a horse noise like <laughs> okay i clearly have blacked this out because i am traumatized by horses so i clearly okay. don't remember any of this <laughs> yeah this is i mean this i don't want an episode of sex and city to remind me of the documentary zoo mm-hmm. but it's gonna <laughs> um yeah they basically say that charlotte or well, carrie's voiceover charlotte used to have a horse as a child called Tatty. Yeah. Terrible man. Um, Who threw her off and spooked her and she never rode a horse again, but she loved it. Well, she did. Whatever. (laughs) Um, No one really cares. This is the most pointless fucking B-plot. Like, they could have just cut this entire thing out and the episode would have been a normal length. It would have been much better. True. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's it. It's just so fucking boring. And then we go on to Samantha and her stallion. Yeah. Uh, she's walking down the street in this gorgeous red dress with matching red lips. Mm-hmm. And she looks, in the nicest way, she looks like a, an escort. She looks very beautiful. I was going to say she looks like a hundred bucks. And then I'm like, well, like, I mean, 
that kind of goes <laughs> with not. what you said but she she looks so nice she looks beautiful and this guy looks like but he looks very italian he he looks like if like hercules and mr big <laughs> formed like a really bad to look at baby he looks like a, a fake stallone it, yeah not the kind of guy i would check out on the street yeah and like they walk past each other and they're both like eyeing each other looking each other up and down and then she kind of stops at the store window and then he turns around and comes back to talk to her and basically just leads with saying she looks amazing and i mean he's right but also no one asked he yeah so they start flirting and yeah he just basically asks her out and she says yeah sure why not yeah, he gives her his business card to call him, and then she just slips it in her bra and keeps walking, which is great. <laughs> it's good. Love to put things <laughs> in my titties. They're like the best pocket. She's very mm-hmm. brave. <laughs> That's true. City girls don't have pockets in their clothes, so. Well, true. There's, if you don't have pockets, where are you going to put them? The other pocket is like a little inaccessible, so tits it is. <laughs> especially in public could you imagine that'd be a fucking power move like (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) um so then where else where are we after that uh carrie carrie Mm -hmm. yeah carrie finds a laura ashley dress from the 80s and decides it's time to call big yeah this is a great idea. She definitely thought this through. Yeah, also great, <laughs> a great correlation there. She's looking for any excuse, really. Yeah, she should just. She, I, I, <laughs> Carrie needs to do the Conmarie method about how big does not spark joy. <laughs> I was experiencing so much whiplash with this scene because she like pulls out her old dress and she looks upset, and I just assumed she was about to Conmarie her rent-controlled apartment. <laughs> Uh, but no, it inspires her to call her yeah, ex for some I reason. Thought she was going to figure out if it sparked and, joy, and, which it clearly doesn't. And I don't think Big does either. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what I didn't get was that, so she, it seems like this is a spur of the moment. She's suddenly just inspired to call Big out of nowhere. But then when she's on the phone with Big, she says that she has a speech prepared. So which is it? <laughs> God, that's <Yeah>. so true. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the whiplash continued when she, like, picked up the phone to, she just said, like, ambiguously to call an ex and, like, a woman picked up. And I was like, oh, I guess she is bi or something. And then, no. She's unfortunately the most heterosexual person, like, on the show. Everyone, <laughs> the other three, I'm like, yeah, these are clearly, these are very clearly sapphic women. Uh Mm. not carrie not carrie carrie's their token straight Uh, friend who's like for some reason hanging out with them and they're just like (laughs) she's she's fine most of the time but like (laughs) Mm -hmm. she is so yeah um and she's she seems really shocked that like natasha would pick up the phone when yeah (laughs) she knows he's dating someone i mean she also doesn't think it's that serious though right so she i think she thinks you know they've only been seeing each other five months like when they'd been seeing each other for two years it's not like they lived together it's i mean it was serious but you know there were boundaries so she probably assumes you know big's probably just by himself right now because he's you know he's that one man who's an island so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, and she hangs up the phone immediately. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, oh, no, I wasn't expecting... I wasn't expecting her to pick up the phone. Um, then she remembered that Big had caller ID, because that was a thing. 
in the 90s mm-hmm. and she oh, rings yeah. back and he picks up the phone and he's like oh hi doing his fucking smug <laughs> bullshit act <laughs> yeah and then carrie's all awkward about it because she's just like oh i tried to i called but but then i <laughs> ah, and then i heard natasha ask ask natasha how she is and I stopped paying attention at some point in this conversation because I noticed Big had one of those bottle openers that looks like a little man. <laughs> a corkscrew? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Those, are, <laughs> those are so fun. I'm with you. I always thought it looked like a woman, like an Elizabethan woman. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Big's actor looks like he secretly has no fucking idea how it works. <laughs> He's just kind of like twiddling with it. Why would he? He probably has people who do it for him. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is a boring conversation anyway, so I don't blame you. Uh, they're just, they eventually <laughs> decide that they're going to meet up for lunch and do uh, this, uh, this fucking platonic, let's go to a fancy restaurant and like what in what world does that seem like a good idea yeah no it's a very date restaurant for sure when we see it yeah outfit she chooses to wear is extremely like date outfit it is a very cute dress though need me a dress like that i've yeah i've (laughs) been thinking this whole week that i don't have like i have hardly any pink or red in my wardrobe and i really need some you would suit those yeah. colors well. Thank you. Because you look really good in orange. So, like, I feel like just warm colors are nice on you. Oh, And then, yeah, so we go straight to the restaurant and Carrie's in her little pink dress. And Big is very nervous. And he's just sort of babbling on. He trips up the stairs as they go to the table. He mentions the Cobb salad at this he restaurant does. twice. He's just like, oh, the Cobb salad's that. very good. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Is that the salad where it's in like sections? I was literally going to ask if either of you knew what a Cobb salad uh, was. You know what? I think I've had one before and I fucking forget. Um, that's useless, but maybe it just has like those little mini Ooh, corns in it or something. Mm. I want to say it has like mm. uh the what are those hard boiled eggs? I want to say it has hard boiled eggs in Ooh. it, but I think a lot of salads have that. So yeah, well that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> I will say I ugh, fucking want to fight a restaurant when I go there, and the salad has like meat and eggs in it because it's a fucking salad. That's true. It's defeating the whole point. That's the one thing, like, when you don't eat meat and your friends take you to a restaurant and they're like, well, I'm sure they have salad. And you get there and it's like, not <laughs> the salads aren't even uh, meat-free, which is, <laughs> that's something. Yeah, and I'm guessing that if they take the meat off, they still probably charge the same price, right? Like, yeah. it's not even cheaper to take off chicken and stuff. Yeah. This sounds so disgusting, but I will read to you what a cob salad is if you want. Yes. Um, so it's chopped salad greens, tomato, bacon, boiled, grilled, or roasted chicken breast, hard-boiled eggs, avocados, chives, uh, a Roquefort cheese, and a red wine vinaigrette. I mean, I'd eat that, though, is the thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's very not vegan, (laughs) apart from the avocado. Yeah. Summer, don't listen. (laughs) That's just like a... 
a meat dish with like a, a, mm, a leaf garnish. Yeah. yeah. Um, Whenever I make a salad, it's like usually like if I make a salad at home, I like never put meat on it. Um, I'll maybe get a salad with meat at a restaurant. But like at home, I love to make just like spinach salads with like lots of. Well, okay, so it's not vegan because I put a shitload of cheese on my salads, but it's like a goat cheese and like raspberries and Ooh. some like mandarin oranges and like nuts, like the candied nuts. They're so good. And like kiwi and avocado. Very fucking good. I think we had an episode where we did just talk about salads for like three minutes. Are you talking about <laughs> oh, no. the episode where, oh, wait, no, there was no ass eating episode. I was, there was an ass, <laughs> there's an ass dicking episode, but not an ass eating one. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know, but we did have a whole thing about like salad etiquette. I we're very this is a very rich podcasting experience. Just one last thing about salad is that apples uh, Apples are really good addition. Salad, I agree. Their idea, apples are like a hundred percent tastier when they're cut up Mm -hmm. for some reason Mm -hmm. with lemon juice. Yeah. It's yeah, true, yeah. Both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's nervous. Carrie notices and she's feeling a bit smug about it. But she's like, as his friend, I was... <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, the feeling of knowing you're making a man nervous is like, that is fuel for my fire. True. It's yeah. true. This is why I play video games. <laughs> to intimidate men? Yeah. Yeah. The greatest thing is when someone tells you that you're intimidating because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just makes me feel so powerful. True. Oh, that reminds me. Um, the creepy message I got before we recorded was a guy uh, asking me to be, if he could be my errand boy. Uh, hmm. hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's very the fuck. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah so they they sort of start to order uh like soft drinks and then they immediately decide they need to have alcohol fair yeah fair it works out well because they finally get along yeah they get cozy because they for a, yeah um, for well they, they talk for an yeah. hour pretty comfortably it sounds like because like she's got a cosmopolitan he's got a scotch and they're good to go carrie's figured out the problem she's solved for x yeah. and they she have it. the man and woman drink oh yeah and that that's how you know which one is which <laughs> that's true so, yeah cosmopolitans <laughs> and scotch <laughs> The two genders. Uh, they, yeah, and then eventually Carrie's like, okay, tell me about the girl. That's just, I don't know, Carrie's like a very booze, a boozy, like, British lady when I do an impression of her. But she, yeah, she asks about Natasha and then realizes, then Big starts to talk and she just realizes that she can't do it. And she's like, no, okay, we'll make a deal. We'll only talk about our partners when it's serious Uh, yeah and then big's like um well it is serious so yeah (sighs) so they're engaged i forgot to mention the the way that the waiter brought the drinks over (laughs) was giving me like enough anxiety to feel extremely immersed (laughs) in this scene because the Cosmo was like filled to the brim and it was just sloshing back and forth like so dangerously about to spill oh, yeah. everywhere. And those stairs and it's like a shiny like marble floor. I this is 
the most dangerous place. <laughs> and yes, he's wearing the tap most shoes. Dangerous place to be a server. I just oh couldn't imagine. Tip well. And then yeah, Big says that he and Natasha are engaged. Yep. That sure is a that's a load of information. Sure is, yeah. Yeah. Um, Carrie, I think rightfully gets kind of mad. I think that her being mad is definitely warranted. I feel like I, if it was me, I would have maybe tried to be a little bit less making a scene about it. But the thing is... I think after a few drinks, it's... Yeah. yeah. I say that, but at the same time, if this was real life, that I would just not give a single shit. So The, the thing is, after watching Legally Blonde, I've always wanted to have a situation oh like this God. where I could oh do this. God. So True. I don't blame her This all. is Legally Blonde because he leaves her for a brunette. <laughs> it's exactly the same. And isn't her name Natasha in Legally Blonde? No, she's not. That's just another, that's another brunette. What's the girl's name in Legally Blonde who's not L? <laughs> oh, is, is it Vivian? It's Vivian Kensington or something. Oh, yeah, Vivian. That's her name. Uh, I mean, I would have thrown the drink in his face and just stormed out. I could not believe... Well, she's like, you know, we you dated her for five months and you're engaged and you told me that you never wanted to get married again and we dated for two years. Yes. And also this girl right. is like 20 years younger than him. Like, she's basically half his age. Yeah. That's the biggest problem, yeah. Yeah, by <laughs> far is just the creepiest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like his daughter, I'll be honest. It's very creepy. Mm. And yeah, I would be so pissed if some... Like, I get that relationships are different and things change, but it hasn't been that long. And he basically point blank was like, I'm not getting married again and I don't want to. And yeah. I would feel so personally offended if suddenly he'd been with someone else for five months and wanted to get married like that's kind of a huge slap in the face like yeah this did make me think of um 500 days of summer where basically the same thing happens i haven't seen it essentially (laughs) i was gonna say what happens but is it the same thing oh no (laughs) it's like it's like revolutionary because the the guy's with this girl and she's perfect and then she like vehemently does not want like a serious relationship and then they break up and then she's like immediately engaged to someone else. Spoilers, I guess. It's fine. Don't watch 500 <laughs> Days of Summer because it's, it's a it's bad, a bad movie. <laughs> Even though the main character is named True. after me. It's if still a bad movie. If you want summer, then just listen to my pod cabbages. Mm-hmm, I agree. Much better Thank for you. your mental and physical health. True. And better for your well-being. What, what if there was a podcast where that's called 500 Days of Summer where they watch 500 Days of Summer 500 times? And it's just like that other podcast, except for it's 500 oh my God. Days of Summer. <laughs> that's not a bad uh, pitch you got I there. I don't want to ever inflict that torture on someone. I'm not the fucking CIA. True. That is the thing. The thing is you have to watch it 500 <laughs> times until you finally understand who is in the wrong because no man has ever watched it and understood that movie. So... <laughs> 500 is the number of times that's about right. I say men are far too stubborn for even that, but True. We'll, we'll test it out. Our, hypo- mm-hmm. our hypothesis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Carrie storms out and she manages to knock over the chair she was sitting on, trip down the stairs, and then knock over a tray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's like, you should do something about those stairs. And then she calls Natasha Najinsky. Again, which- like... <laughs> How hard is the name Natasha to remember exactly? Her last name is like close to Najinsky, but I don't remember what it is. 
I think she's probably maybe she's meant to be like Russian mm. or like her dad is meant to be Russian. Yeah. But like I think this is again like Natasha is a stupid name. <laughs> Which if she was named something like <laughs> I don't know something very Russian or whatever I would understand. But she's well Natasha is kind of like I feel like I've heard people um, who are like Slavic with kind of the, with the name Natasha. But yeah, it's I yeah. think it is a Russian name. Yeah, yeah. But then like so's. Katerina and True. you know if they wanted to just make her I'm surprised they didn't want to make her as like stereotypy as possible if they were going to give her like a specific nationality but oh that would be great if she was just like a really she was wearing like fur coats all the time oh and my just God. <laughs> and then she turns out to be like a sleeper agent like Oh my god, I was literally about to say she's like actually working for the KGB. I was gonna say she's just that woman from Austin Powers with the Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This whole show is just the prequel (gasps) to the Americans. True. This is what what Paige is doing like 30 years after. Oh god. Oh Oh my god, if Carrie Russell showed up. Oh Oh, my heart, yeah. She was too busy on Felicity. (laughs) Yeah, so she storms out, yeah. And then we get to the stables with Charlotte. And this is, Carrie is wearing kitten heels. And she's like complaining that her kitten <laughs> heels, her $300 shoes are sinking into the mud. And I'm so sorry that I'm just really angry this episode. Mm. But Well, she wore $300 shoes to a stable. To a stable. Why did she pick these shoes? Uh-huh. This is on her yeah. for sure. You're going to a place where there's definitely going to be animal shit and mud on the ground. So... You know, wear old shoes that aren't heels. She's smoking in the stable, and it's like there's big, huge signs on the wall that say no smoking, too. And it's just like, girl, <laughs> chill. Uh, oh, this horse, like, they're standing next to Winnie's very gently, and Carrie's like, what the fuck is his problem? <laughs> like, like, she's fucking Eliza Thornberry, like, stallion whisperer, and she just got catcalled by. Some oh my God. New York City horse. I mean, the thing is, I extremely relate to Carrie in half of this scene. The part where she's wearing shitty, like, <laughs> shoes in the horse shit and, like, smoking, I don't relate to. But the part where she's like, what the fuck about these horses? I'm like, wow, I've never kinned someone harder. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she just seems disgusted by the entire situation. And she's complaining about Big. Right. Um, Charlotte's just there because she's really nervous. Um, and she wanted Carrie to hold her hand. Yeah. Which... <laughs> What has Carrie ever been helpful, empathetic? Well, yeah, because this whole scene is supposed to be about <laughs> Charlotte overcoming her fear, and then Carrie's making it about her. And then Charlotte starts, like, petting Carrie's hair, being like, there, there, horsey, it's okay. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, it it very is like, why are you petting her hair? Why are you doing this? And uh, they brought out a horse for Charlotte to look at or something, <laughs> and... Or I guess like get on or whatever. And Charlotte was like, oh, he's brown. (laughs) Which like, most horses are brown. Not to be rude. Not to be racist, but most horses are brown. (laughs) That's true, yeah. She sort of goes to climb onto the horse and she freaks out because she remembers uh, Tatty. Why do I forget this this horse's name? It's so silly. It's because it's a fake fucking stupid name. Because it doesn't matter. (laughs) Because no horse has ever been named, like, Kevin. God. (laughs) 
then, yeah, and she freaks out and runs away, and Carrie just kind of looks a bit perplexed. Charlotte has never been so valid in her life as she was in this moment, <laughs> just running away from the horses. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she wanted to touch a horse in the first place makes her incredibly not valid, though. Oh. So Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. in that one moment. <laughs> um, so I actually I chose this episode to join y'all on because of this horse thing specifically. <laughs> like, uh, my mom is very much a horse person and has had multiple horses throughout her life, like in my life, of course. And uh, when I was like pretty young, she had this really uh, naughty horse who loved nothing more than to kick the shit out of anybody <laughs> who got into him. <laughs> yeah, we had we we had a couple of tree forts in the woods, like in the back of one of my childhood homes, and. <laughs> In order to get to them, we had to like jump an electric fence and then either sneak or like sprint past him. And uh, he would, because <laughs> he would, he would literally chase you if he saw you anywhere nearby. Oh, it was so terrifying. That's so scary. Oh my God. Send that horse away. So, uh, yeah, I have to assume this is why I just fucking hated horses growing up. <laughs> I mean, as soon as she said Winnie's, I, I thought, oh, this girl has some, this horse secret. <laughs> Boy, do I have horse secrets. Yeah, I, I can't. That sounds so scary. I can't even. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, my mom like made me come out to the stable to see her new horse and very much forced me to get up in the saddle and the horse like bucked a little and I literally oh burst my, into oh my tears. God. My mom has a video of the whole, whole ordeal, and it's very... Ing- Donate to our Patreon to unlock this video. <laughs> the idea of a horse chasing me to kick the shit out of me is going to me. Like, I'm not even the number one horse hater, but I... It's bad, yeah. There's only... There's two valid horses, and those valid horses are Shadowfax from Lord of the Rings and Hollyhock from Ojak. So that's it. The only two valid horses. Sure. And maybe the horse from shadow of the colossus and that's about it oh yeah i did like my horse in red dead redemption i'm sure it was very sweet she was a lovely girl yeah i hate dolphins so like together stephanie and i would like just fight every girl in fourth grade basically any animals that have like remote intelligence you're our enemies (laughs) because i also hate crows (laughs) so (laughs) including humans oh humans are number one enemies enemies of the show (laughs) humanity so yeah, and then we, Mr. Cocky is there. Yeah. Is our, and he, I mean, this is like a, a a scene. This is so infamous. He sort of says, they're in Samantha's room. She's on the bed. And he says, oh, I should warn you. I'm very well endowed. Samantha says, ding, 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 jackpot. <laughs> she's so, she's so much. I love her. There was... There was a um a Sex and City challenge on Drag Race, and like this week or the week before when you're actually listening to this, and like there was a whole conversation about how Kim Cattrall says her lines. <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> and every every single one is just purring God. them very slowly, like ding ding. I love her smile too. Yes. She has the cutest little smile. She is horny, but making it fun. 
Absolutely, yeah. She is so incredibly valid in this scene because she just wants to take it on because he's like, oh, well, you know, most women can't handle it. And she's like, well, I'm not most women. But Mm. like... Like, she's incredibly valid, but at the same time, I don't know if Samantha's ever been more unrelatable to me. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I mean, in my my brain wants something and my heart wants something else. See, the thing is, I'm just very intimidated by the idea of a gigantic, like, the way he describes, or the way she describes it in, like, a later scene is she's just like, it was like a wall of flesh coming at me and, like... <laughs> Just, you know, you, you know when you walk into a sex shop and you see those dildos that are, like, three inches in diameter and then they're, like, 12 inches long and I see that and I just, my brain starts crying because I'm so afraid and I'm just, like, someone wants this. Like, someone sees this and they're, like, that is what I want and I just, I'm so afraid and I don't, I don't know. It's too much. Allegedly. I'm always like, oh, yeah, a big dick. And then I remember that that's just not going to, if anything, that's just going to hurt me more. Absolutely. If you want to keep your cervix, then don't. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to keep it. I remember, like, one of my best friends growing up uh, was, like, jealous because in her relationship she was like quote unquote not experiencing pain (gasps) and she thought she was missing out and I was like hmm "Hmm, that's not usually where the pleasure comes from but you know you do you if you want a bit of pain just like I don't know a light spanking like you don't need to rip your vagina in half yeah that no you don't need to be injuring the most like fragile <laughs> the most delicate part, <laughs> part of, your body. of your body yeah just leave that leave it alone um and then he actually gets his dick out and her face kind of just sinks <laughs> i just am so curious how big this thing actually would have to be for her to make that like w- how big would it have to be for her brain to go from hell fucking yes to holy shit no <laughs> like yeah just freeze frame i I guess you're wondering how i got into this situation (laughs) it it must be i don't know i i did think about it obviously probably a bit too hard no pun intended uh yeah we move on quite quickly to samantha and her little leopard print dress oh it's so cute talking to Oh, it's leopard print is so in. I love leopard print. It's a neutral. That's good. Yeah, she's talking to Carrie and saying, you know, telling her about the dick. Yeah, a wall of flesh coming at her. Don't like that. Yeah, she's... Samantha said something about him having tiny hands and try as I might, I could not think of a good Trump joke. It's been said. <laughs> well, they do say there is a reason that, you know, I understand why Mr. Cocky was so cocky now. Hmm. I don't like this theory. Because he's got big... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, Carrie, off the small hands thing, Carrie's like, oh, you don't actually believe that, do you? But, like, it's half true. I feel like I... I feel like I don't really know. Like, I haven't... 
really ever compared enough to really yeah i never took a ruler to a date and been like oh yeah it checks out like you mean like the thumb to forefinger thing or whatever like yeah oh the yeah the half of the <laughs> foot rule allegedly and um, yeah i don't know like i'm not gonna lie like i feel like i've mentioned this before but it's just like it's not something that i'm gonna stare at so like i don't i'm not i'm not yeah. gonna have like a really great idea anyway and then like Stephanie, I'm sorry, but the fact that you, just the fact that you say, like, I haven't seen I most of them. Mean. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them. I just didn't take a good look at all of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, sure. I love getting details about your, like, sexual preferences because they're so funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're all true. the same. When Well, they're not... They're all they're all the same in the dog. They're all mostly the same unless you have like a stallion like this. They all have the same general purpose. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never been like, wow, that was particularly different from something I've experienced before. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Um, yeah, and then apparently like it seems like they just got the tip in. Yeah. And she seems about like about done, about max capacity she likens it to climbing mount everest and saying she basically got to base camp yeah i don't understand all these metaphors but whatever um carrie calls her out yeah i was literally like trying to like where is the base camp like how far is that in relation to the rest of the mountain i cannot visualize this no carrie calls her out because obviously last season finale she broke up with a guy because his dick was too big actually no she was upset because a guy's dick was too small and then she later broke up with him hmm. and then now she's complaining about a dick that's too big and says what are you goldie cox that's a good line <laughs> it was a good line i mean there's a reason why the average size is like roughly six inches or a little less it's because like that's the size that fits natural selection yeah Uh, Yeah. i mean length doesn't really what does it's more you know i mean girth is girth makes the worth (laughs) i just made that up i don't know i don't believe that but i don't know (laughs) although i okay i I do say that i haven't seen i don't remember what a lot of penises look like but i do remember one time being like that seems skinnier than normal but I mean, that is something that yeah. you can tell even when you don't that's take true. a look. So yeah. that's I, I thought you were going to say, but I remember how they felt. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh. Yeah, I was going to reach the screen and strangle you. No. So um, speaking of stuff that makes me want to strangle someone, Stephen Miranda. Uh-huh. Oh, this is yeah. so... Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's breeze through this. Um Cause, all right, so he's in her apartment and he's demanding a shirt back and FDNY one. And then oh, she gives it to him and he's like, oh, she kissed him goodnight. And he's like, oh, that's what friends do. Do friends kiss here? And he like kisses her neck. And then he says, do friends kiss here? And he like kisses her neck again, like under her jaw. And then they have sex. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. And it just, it gets so intensely creepy because, so even before they start kissing, they're standing so close together, it's uncomfortable. And then when he says all, when he talks it's about bad. kissing, he's like whispering and it's so creepy with his voice because he's just like, do friends kiss here? And then he just leans in and it just, it's so bad. I hate it so much. I, I like the fact they're in her bedroom and she's just like frozen. It's really, really creepy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't like it. But they I bone so much. I do like the color the color of her sheets is very pleasant to look at. So that's where my eyes were. <laughs> oh, I should have seen if they were the sheets from last week, if we were paying attention. They were very cute in pink. I think they were then. Wow, continuity. <laughs> <laughs> so Samantha, back to Samantha, thank God. Um she's been doing yoga and she also is smoking a like a joint instead of just buying lube you think lube would be the first place to go i mean maybe she's already tried lube and i don't know yeah the thing is like if it's a length issue lube is not going to do anything about yeah, length don't put your whole dick in well yeah don't put the whole thing in it definitely will help with the girth yeah um and yoga is going to change your vagina or, or neither is weed no maybe we just Dulls the pain. I don't know. <laughs> God. Um, and this is this is so sad. Um, like I actually got kind of upset for a second because, like, he's kissing her and he's like, "Oh, are you ready?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then she realized he's like, "I'm gonna put it in," and she's like, "What?" <laughs> I know. She like, she just. So she, it's not, she thought it was, but it wasn't, which I don't understand how that worked. I'm guessing that maybe, like, it was, like, just the tip that was in, and so she was like, oh, my God, like, it's, oof, it's in. But then it was, like, he was actually going to put the shaft part in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, the opposite of the classic yeah. situation that's just, like, oh, when are you going to put it in? And it's, like, it is in. <laughs> <laughs> so she, like, pushes him off with her foot. And she's like, no, can we just be friends? Yeah. And his face, like, he got so excited that, like, he was fine. I imagine. So I made up a story about him in my head. And, like, he has never had, like, full-on sex because his dick is just too big. So he God. was, like, so excited to actually lose his virginity finally. Aww. <laughs> oh, no. At, like, the age of, like, 35. This is tra- Okay, this is tragic. Well, he, I'm guessing that he's probably at least had it like oral sex before, which is still like a, but it sounds like even that's a challenge based on the size. I was going to say, that sounds like it would still be very difficult. It's like that picture of like, it's like the hamster on the like, you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Don't, please. Yeah. No, don't bring him into this. <laughs> I yeah, well because Samantha even says I was gonna go down on him, but I didn't want to get lockjaw. Mm-hmm. And listen, the rule is if it won't go in your mouth, it's not gonna go anywhere else. Oh, poor thing. I felt really bad for him. I think your vagina can fit more than your mouth though. Well, it can fit a baby. You can't fit a baby in your mouth. <laughs> what I mean is, if it's if it's not going to fit comfortably in your mouth, it's not going to really fit comfortably in your vagine. That's true. Because your mouth is also self-lubricating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. It's a good tester. 
Hmm. And he just kind of collapses onto her. Yeah. It's a little bit sad. And this is where he does his, he has like his little horse (laughs) whinny. Yeah, it's kind of gross because then it segues into the next scene. Oh, yeah. So Charlotte is walking Pow, who is the the horse that she met and got spooked with uh, when she was with Carrie. And they're like walking in Central Park. And I don't, this was so fucking pointless. She (laughs) is like stroking him and gives him a little treat and then just decides that actually, no, she can ride him and then goes on like a full gallop. Yeah, there she's going all hard like right away. It's like no, maybe like ease into it a little bit before you like fall and gallop. Going fucking hard in like probably the most populated park in the world. Uh-huh. And this fucking is so dangerous yeah. and she hasn't ridden in such a long time. Like this And there's like joggers just on the same path as her. I'm pretty sure on these kinds of roads you're not supposed to go faster than like a trot with a horse. I'd be horrified if I was a jogger. I mean, I'd be horrified if I was a jogger anyway, even if there were no horses, but, like. (laughs) I, because, yeah, I've been to, like, even in, like, Hyde Park, which is just the London version of Central Park, like, there'll be horses there, but they're just going slow, which I don't really understand the point of. If you're on a horse, you want to just fucking speed it, don't you? That seems to be the point. I think we should keep horses out of public areas. (laughs) I agree, because I come from a tourist city, and there's, like, horse carriages everywhere there, and it's so fucking annoying, whether you're a pedestrian, whether you're driving. They just are on the street downtown and you're trying to get places and they take up the entire fucking thing and you're like well obviously i don't want to hit like hit this carriage but also i really want to hit this carriage because like i can't get anywhere they're so <laughs> slow yeah they fucking suck i used to live like more in the country uh in a place where there was like quite a lot of like irish travelers mm. and a lot of them were on horses on like tiny little just like little seats like not a carriage, like a seat on the back of a horse, um, and they would like they would be like teenage boys, and they would just go fucking fast down the goddamn street, uh, <laughs> and it was really scary and very. I didn't like it. I didn't like seeing like little boys on a fucking buggy <laughs> on the back. It just seemed so dangerous, and also it must have sunk as shit. So. Ugh. I hate that. I don't like this at all. No. It, it was... I'm glad I moved. I've, I haven't seen a horse in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, moving on. We... Uh, Bink calls Carrie, and he's wearing... Uh, did anyone else think he looked like um a rapper or a drug dealer? <laughs> no, no, but I see it now. Yeah, he's wearing, like, black, like, pool slides and, like, a yellow... Like a lemon uh, polo shirt. And he's... <laughs> Because of the way the camera shot, I, he just looked like a sensitive rapper or like a drug dealer's accountant. Mm. <laughs> it was very Scarface. Uh, but he, he calls Carrie and he's like apologizing to her, I guess. Yeah, because, well, he keeps like, he has all these long pauses in his speech and she doesn't really pick up right away because he gets her voicemail and... He's just like, I shouldn't want it to happen like that. And like Carrie's listening the entire time and she does eventually pick up and they both apologize to each other because apparently they're both wrong. And I mean, they're, they are both awful. <laughs> so I guess they're kind of right. That is the show. They're just Carrie and Big always wrong. Yeah, they kind of make, they make up and then Carrie gets an invitation to their engagement brunch. 
Yeah, I kind of thought this was funny because, like, when she opens it, she just puts it on her bed and then slinks back into her bed and kicks it off with her foot. <laughs> it's really good. She doesn't even want to touch it with her hands. No, why would you? So then we cut to the girls having cocktails and Carrie's talking about herself, as always. Yes. And she's like, how could they, like, okay, we made up, but also how could he invite me to their engagement party? Mm-hmm. It does seem really weird, and it just seems inappropriate. Like, I, if you're going to try to be friends, like, just, I don't know. It just seems rude to me. Like, obviously, it's only going to make her upset. Obviously, she's not going to want to come. Yeah, after the whole ordeal that they just went through, it seems kind of insensitive to just then immediately send her this engagement party invitation. Absolutely. Well, Big's never been sensitive in his life. No, so. <laughs> no, he's a robot. So jot that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh my God. Okay, so Miranda, is it Miranda who brings it up or is it Carrie? I think it's Miranda, the Hubble thing. Oh, it was one of, it was either Charlotte or Miranda. It may, yeah, you might be right. It might have been a Miranda. <laughs> um, yeah, they say, do you know who this is? It's, it's Hubble. Um, and they do a really, so basically they're referencing The Way We Were, which is a great film. Oh, it's a real movie? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Which I was gonna ask. I was like, have you guys seen this film? Because I've seen it quite a few times. I haven't actually seen it. I thought they made it up for the for the show. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so they do a really bad job of explaining it. So I thought I would actually explain what happens in it. Okay. Please, yeah. So right, so Miranda says that basically, you know, oh, Robert Redford is playing a guy called Hubble Gardner, which Sounds like a fake name, so I don't blame you for thinking. La- Hubble wasn't his last name? No, Hubble was his first name. Oh. And <laughs> it's oh. a really weird film. Um, and Barbara Streisand plays a character called Katie. And they, like, so the way Miranda says it is like, oh, he only breaks up with her because she's complicated and has curly hair. Which is not it. She's not like other girls. <laughs> um Liking it to Carrie. Okay, what happens is actually it's set during like the Hollywood blacklist and they get like marked as communists. He wants to name names. She doesn't and is still like pretty left in terms of politics. And they break up because of a disagreement over politics and his career. Basically, his career Mm -hmm. is over if he doesn't name names. And she refuses to. So the film is, the reason they break up is because she is a staunch communist. Wow. This sounds way better than they were trying to sell it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that does make you more complicated. But at the same time, it's extremely not like... (laughs) That was they did such a bad job explaining it. They made it seem like she was just like manic and like to party or something. No, no, it I mean, all right. I will I this is a film like I watched as a teenager and then like told everyone, Oh, this film is so great and then rewatched as an adult and was like, Oh, this scene is there's a one scene which is just so incredibly like problematic and creepy and is basically a rape scene and I'm like because i've recommended this film to everyone so Mm. i'm gonna put a big asterisk next to recommending this film but the whole thing is she's like she's poor and she's jewish and she's very very leftist and then he's like basically a liberal and he's from a rich like waspy society and they fall in love 
and then it can't work out because she yeah she like their differences have just become too much i mean i could date a liberal so i get it true yeah (laughs) uh yeah so i would recommend it with a big huge you know warning uh and then so basically like the when they're comparing carrie to her it's just so ridiculous because the opening scene she's talking about the fucking like spanish civil war and carrie doesn't know what the fuck that is (laughs) true (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like they completely missed the whole point of this movie that they all very much love yeah oh but the thing is but she has curly hair she have curly hair she has curly hair though so you know i watched this film as a teenager and thought i was barbara streisand Mm -hmm. because i have curly hair true of course you know very political and i too have a weakness for like pretty blonde boys with straight jaws <laughs> and yeah so it's just so ridiculous but i basically at the end of the film this is what they're talking about barbara streisand barbara streisand's character katie sees hubble um and she walks over to him and she moves his hair out of the way and says your girl is lovely hubble because he's with a simple girl who's uncomplicated and presumably, like, not a communist. <laughs> presumably. <laughs> That's it. And then they sing the song and Samantha cries. Yeah, Samantha's like, what the fuck is going on? Because she's the only one who hasn't seen it. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Um, so, sorry for being stupid, but please refresh my memory. Who the fuck's, fuck is James? James is Tiny Penis Man oh 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 now it all makes sense she's going from one extreme to the other (laughs) right i was gonna say because they don't even bring it up after she just starts crying and she just says i miss james and then it's just (laughs) just abandoned harry does a flat what and then the cut (laughs) um i will say before we move on to the final scene swift recommend everyone should go watch beyonce sing the way we were Mm. in front of barbara streisand because it's one of the greatest videos of all time whoa i'm gonna go watch that after this that sounds very good i feel like we gotta close the episode out with this song now oh damn i don't make me do more work (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i probably will though so carrie then goes she's like i was drawn to the location of the plaza where they're having this fucking party and she sees Big and he's putting Natasha in his car and he's like, oh, you're late. Yeah, this whole scene is just extremely like, it's just extremely scripted after they had that entire scene about the movie. Oh. <laughs> like, this is the most composed I've ever seen Carrie before, even though you know inside she's a mess. She literally said she had like a specific question yeah. she went there to ask. So yeah, it's all definitely yeah, very I scripted. Mean, if this was written better, they could have just like not had the whole fucking scene explaining the film true and just made it a made it a reference because it's the, i sort of i tried to watch this film in preparation and then the video the version i downloaded wasn't working and i just threw a tantrum and couldn't do it but it's i think they're like in a very similar or if not the location at the end of the film oh so was the, the movie was set in New York City, I oh, guess? Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, set in New York, and then they moved to LA, and then they moved back to New York, mm, whatever. I see. Uh, f- so they can do the Hollywood thing. So it, it looks very similar. It's shot very similarly to the scene from the film. So she could have just made it a reference or just seen him and just said her own thing. And, you know, if you've seen The Way We Were, 
which you probably have if you watch Sex and City, <laughs> especially in 1999, yeah. then you would have got it. And if you didn't, then it would have still made sense. But this is just weird and forced. It would have it would have sounded very funny for her to call him Hubble <laughs> as if she just forgot his name or something. You're like, oh my God, is his name Hubble? <laughs> that could have been the problem. Like, oh no, people are going to think yeah. that that's his name. Like the funniest <laughs> part is he is so confused. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she does like the exact thing from the movie does- by pushing his hair out of his face and being like, your girl is lovely, Hubble. Does she ever call him big to his face? Okay, there was one episode where she was on the phone with Miranda and she says, I'm at Biggs in front of him. So he's heard it. Yeah. But I don't think she calls it, I don't think she says, hey, big, what's up? Like, I don't think she calls him big, but. (laughs) But she could just said, your girl is lovely. And then everyone would have, I don't know. This is just like, I, maybe someone didn't want to edit the script because I don't know why it's so long. (laughs) They probably already filmed it all. And then afterward, they're like, oh, shit, if, if people haven't watched this movie, they're going to be very confused. And then like. A year later, they had to call everyone back oh and like film this scene. <laughs> they all just have like different haircuts or wearing like really obvious wigs, <laughs> and one of them's pregnant, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and Big doesn't get it, and so he says he doesn't get it, and she's like, "You never did," and then just walks away. It's so dramatic. Mm-hmm. To her, she thinks this is like amazing, and she's so powerful. To him, he thinks she is insane. <laughs> Yeah. absolutely <laughs> imagine someone just calls you um by something that is not your name and then like when you ask what they're talking about they say you never did understand me and walk away you just think they were crazy i also like how like he walked out of this building and he just sees carrie across the street like a fucking cryptid in her weird like siren <laughs> teddy yeah she's um what is that like south american spirit this like the wailing woman where if you're just like a woman in white screaming and if you see her then she's a like a, a harbinger of death or whatever this sounds like carrie uh and she see okay this was again terrible she's staring at a horse and she's like i could never tame big <laughs> i <laughs> I was the one who was untamed and one day I would find someone who was wild enough as me and like Sarah Jessica Parker staring at a horse is just really upsetting for me anything with a horse is upsetting I've heard all the jokes too much negative power well do you think those jokes were a thing at the time of the show airing like I feel like it became a thing because South Park like was South- were they the original people who made the joke I don't know have they ever been original in their life no that's true. I've, you cut out for a second and it sounded like you said, were jokes a thing <laughs> when this show <laughs> was carrying well, That is an equally good question. <laughs> they were because the show existed, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So that's it, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was the season two finale. <sighs> Rankings. All right. How about we let our guests go first? Yes. Okay. I did think about this beforehand because I wanted to be prepared. So uh, I am actually going to put, I wish I could put Charlotte at the top because she almost said no to the horse, but uh, that fell through. So for me, I would put Samantha at the top because 
she went through a lot and she knew when enough was enough. She did great. Um, and then I know this might be controversial, but I want to actually put Carrie second because despite acting like a literal screaming, shitting baby for the whole episode, she was actually, she was kind of being very true and honest to her feelings and like kind of seemed to practice a lot of sort of self like aggressive self love and understanding, which seems to be kind of rare for her. Uh, and then I wanted to put Charlotte third because she was afraid of horses and then wasn't. And then Miranda dead last in fifth place behind the woman who was giving Carrie a death stare at the friend date with big, um, just because she apparently was like cool with this extremely bad thing that was going on with Steve. I don't know why she was putting up with all this. I think that's a pretty good list because, I mean, I don't think anyone really jumped out as particularly valid. Samantha Samantha did a pretty good job with her situation, I think. But other than that... My list is almost the same as yours. Like, Samantha's my number one, because I thought that hers was like, I don't know, it was like kind of funny, but it was kind of useless. I don't know, it was just... It was whatever. Mm. It wasn't, like, particularly valid, but it wasn't bad. And then I actually agree with you. Like, Carrie was my number two. You're right about her being, like, an absolute shitting baby. But, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I guess anytime seeing her kind of leave big is always kind of nice. Even And I definitely agree with her getting mad at the restaurant. Like, I would have done the exact same thing. So it's valid. But this is where my picks differ from yours. Um, I thought Charlotte's plot was just such an entire colossal waste of time that, and I just hate to see Mm -hmm. horses so much that she is dead last for me because the show should never make me see a horse. It's absolutely, it's a federal fucking crime that they made me see that many horses. So like as bad as Steve is, Charlotte's still going to be my number four this week. God, I'm so glad that you hate horses like this, me. Yeah, this is not a horse-friendly podcast. No. I I would say, okay, Miranda is dead lost because, I mean, this is how you get murdered. Exactly, yeah. If you ever wanted to know, this is it. Um, then I would say, I don't know. Yeah, then Charlotte's a waste of time. Do you know what? I'm putting Samantha first and then, yeah. So I agree with you guys, more or less. We're on the same page. I love it. We we usually are. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty rare that we're like entirely different lists. So uh, so that's, yeah, let's move on to questions. If you want to, yeah. <laughs> uh, we might have to kind of do a bit of a speed round. So, uh, but anyway, if you guys want to send us some questions, then you can send them to seegirlsmatedo.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Or you can send to our Gmail, which is seagirlsmatedo uh, at gmail.com. But seagirlsmatedo everywhere, so figure it out. Uh, <laughs> our first question. Just yeah, Google just it. Google it. We're Googleable, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> our first question is from Tumblr user PR the Disaster, who asks, Hey, have you seen yourself in a situation very like one of a movie or a series you like? This is the first part because... They always ask so many questions, and I love them for it. But let's answer that one first. This is too broad for... Hmm. I was going to say, there's so many. Yeah, I mean, I did think about this. Like, obviously, I 
I think I am Katie from the way we were to some degree. Mm. Uh, I did, I think I did have a bit of like a Bridget Jones situation once, not with the two guys, just I was sort of seeing someone who was very much like Hugh Grant was in that movie. And I mean, I'm kind of a Bridget Jones-esque character, sadly. I just remembered one that's going to sound super stupid. Um, But when I was like (laughs) in my first year of grad school, I was massively depressed. And I was like, just worst mental health of my life. And I was like extremely close to dropping out of school. Um, I was like, this was like the first four months so I started grad school in September and it was coming up on like December when I was trying to decide if I wanted to come back in January or not and like I did I ended up coming back but like so that was like the time when like they started playing Christmas movies on TV and stuff and so they (laughs) they played Rudolph and so (laughs) I was watching it and so you know there's Hermie the elf and he's like I am going to kill myself if I have to make toys. Like, I want to be a dentist. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to be here. And I was actually thinking about applying for dental hygiene school at the time. What? Uh, oh and I, so I was like, oh, my God, is this me? Uh, and it's weird. I did end up going back to school. So I did end up making toys, I guess. But it, I was like, wow, I kin this elf from this stop-motion movie or that's that's not stupid it's cute i've never seen rudolph but does that elf say they're gonna kill themselves no he just says i don't want to make toys i want to be a dentist (laughs) okay that's good (laughs) (laughs) that's a bit much for a children's film yeah gee um but i'm glad you're not a dentist oh me too yeah Yeah, same dentists are terrible people i've never met a dentist i like we're gonna start some discourse like we did last week so be careful do you know what last week andy doctors this week andy dentists who are also doctors everybody they all make too much money yeah for me i just off the top of my head thinking about it very quickly the first thing that came to mind was the ghibli movie uh, nausicaa about there's like a a red-headed girl who loves animals and she is like fighting against humanity to save nature basically and it's just it's a very beautiful movie and I really really love it um my other one would just be uh me m-i-i I'm not sure how it's spelled but the the little girl from the Moomin Valley show (laughs) if you if you combine those two characters I think that would make the perfect version true i could see you with a moomin <laughs> and i could see you as nautica yeah <laughs> okay the next part of uh pr the disasters question okay i feel like we've answered this um what's your take on horses friend foe mark of the bourgeoisie <laughs> uh i feel like weird this is solidly anti-horse i'm pro donkey though oh me too i have never met a donkey but i'm sure don't they have like the goat eyes i don't think so they think they're Fairly close to horses, but my... Okay, I think I met an alien donkey. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> um, my one of my best friends growing up, her family owns a preschool, and they had a donkey at the. I was gonna say on campus, they had a donkey <laughs> at the preschool uh, property, and so like, and those they live for a long time. So she had it like my entire like until I was finished high school, and so I just got to see a donkey like pretty regularly. <laughs> but I like donkeys. Aww. Donkeys are friends. Unicorns are friends. I think unicorns are good. One thing I think we didn't touch on is the yeah. end of this question is Mark of the bourgeoisie and you know i thought my thought this episode was like well it's kind of nice that they're giving charlotte something to do that's not a boyfriend related plot but like if they're gonna give her a hobby did they have to give her the bougiest hobby possible like (laughs) that's so expensive (laughs) this is the thing about donkeys okay they're not they don't think they're as attractive as horses do Horses think they're super hot and sexy, and you can tell. They're not as expensive. Mm. They're just, like, old men who are, like, not racist. So... They're just, like... Yeah. Yeah. Theater kids. Just kind of non-threatening, but powerful. <laughs> and I, I would say horses are the theater kids <laughs> because horses think they're fucking That's, great. That is like, true. Donkeys, donkeys are the mathletes, I suppose. <laughs> uh last part uh and because of the jokes about everest have you ever gone hiking do you want to <laughs> i like that 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 uh presupposes that we haven't gone hiking <laughs> i haven't why would i fucking want to walk anywhere well the thing is okay but summer also one thing you have to think about is so you live in the pacific northwest i grew up in the mm. pacific northwest most places in north america don't have fucking mountains interesting that's a good point <laughs> Ontario is the okay I always thought okay so you go east of British Columbia which I'm from I'm from BC you go east of there and it's fucking flat for ages and I was like okay by the time you get to Ontario there's mountains again right and there's fucking not Ontario is still flat it's not prairies anymore but it's still fucking flat so not only do I miss the ocean every day but I miss the mountains every day so when I'm home I'm like oh shit, I can see mountains everywhere and it rules. And so like as a kid I did, I mean, I didn't do hiking a lot, but I went on, you know, like my family would sometimes be like, let's go for a hike up this like little mountain today. And like every once in a while when I'm back home, I like to kind of go up a trail because you can see these like really beautiful, beautiful views of the ocean when you go up them. And that's the other thing. Lots of places that have beautiful Mm. mountains don't have like ocean views or anything. It's like, not that they're still not, nice but i don't know i used to live in oklahoma for a while which is definitely like flat enough that you can just you can see the pacific northwest from your home (laughs) because there's just nothing um but yeah now living living here it it is like i mean if you leave the house you're basically hiking from there Mm -hmm. to wherever you're going yeah i guess um, where would i go hiking croydon i don't know <laughs> those those famous british mountain ranges <laughs> we have like one mountain and it's in like wales or some shit yeah um i'm not really an outdoors person and i never have been i i don't like it every time i'm like oh i want to go to the forest i go there and i'm like i'm cold my feet hurt i could be warm and inside and sitting down that's fair i just i'm just yeah i'm just not an outdoors person so i don't want to go hiking I probably there's a like the most romantic place I would say in Spokane. Oh shit, I just doxed myself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you if you uh, go there, it's basically a, a small hike, and then um, you're like 
essentially in the middle of this enormous river and you're just kind of sitting on a, a big rock and it's like a huge, huge, like rapid kind of river. And, uh, yeah, it's, that it's kind of cool, but it's not a, it's not much of a hike, but it's, it's, it is nice. I probably would if I was ever, if I was ever in the, um, on the West coast, I probably would, but I I'm I would have to be with someone who knows the area because I just if I'm outside I'm gonna get lost I'm gonna get tired yeah <laughs> like I, I as a child I was like fat and asthmatic I didn't go outside I really that's valid I really cannot stress this enough yeah no, <laughs> we do not need to go outside anymore all my friends are here on my computer <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So thank you for the disaster. Next question is from Anonymous. Uh, if the four of them were stranded on a desert on a deserted island, which one would survive the longest? Which of them would eat the other ones slash get eaten first? Why are you asking two people who don't eat meat this question? That's true. <laughs> They're also making the mistake of thinking that would have a lot of flies type. So that is an extremely like yeah. <laughs> exactly. They would figure a way out of the island before they ever had to eat anyone they'd be like oh there's some coconuts over there and like we can just fish with some spears what are you guys talking about yeah teenage boys are just looking for any excuse uh to do cannibalism <laughs> really yeah <laughs> true uh <laughs> yeah i think if one of them had to get eaten like it probably would be charlotte oh, 100% no charlotte would go crazy charlotte would be the first <laughs> one to go mad and she would kill like whoever upset her hmm Samantha would definitely yeah. survive a long time. Mm -hmm. She would make it like Yeah, Miranda's pretty practical too. I feel like she could just build a fire or something. Carrie would die first. Carrie's the first one to die. Yeah. Carrie would just kind of wander off like on some artistic escapade and just kind of die of like dehydration because <laughs> she forgot about water. Carrie would drink salt water because she's like, what? It's just water. <laughs> It's just water. It's just yeah. water. It's just a bit salty. I eat salt of my food. Why can't I have salt in my water? And then she would die. <sighs> but they'd be better off. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Lost, Stephanie? I know you want to. I always want to talk about Lost. I don't really know how this could apply to a Lost situation. Though. Like, if they crashed on the island, I mean, I feel like Miranda would be chosen by Jacob to, uh, you know, <laughs> basically be God. And then... Uh, I don't know. I feel I I don't really feel like I have that much to say about it now that I actually think about it. But I do always want to talk okay. about Lost. So. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. We got that yeah. in. Next question is from Leaf Crunch, Alex Leaf Crunch. Let's be real, our dear friend, mm -hmm. uh, who asks, "How would each of the girls destroy the cabbage merchant's cart?" <laughs> Oh, so what do you think, Summer? Oh my god. Hmm. Uh, oh god. That's a really good question. So Samantha, this is a tough one. Samantha would just be having some, she would be part of some incredible orgy in, in a Fire Nation festival in the middle of the street. And the cabbage merchant would just be uh, just an innocent bystander sort of swept up into it. Uh, my, my, my cabbages, the whole ordeal. Um, Charlotte would be just riding a fucking horse full speed down the road, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, let's see. Carrie, 
<laughs> Carrie will have seen Big across <laughs> across the city and will have gone running to greet him and swept the, the cabbage cart along with her. And um, uh, Miranda, oh boy, I feel like she'd be friends with the cabbage guy. She'd be like there helping him clean up, I feel like. She, yeah, she would be very apologetic yeah. at least. The other <laughs> guys would just go, sorry, and then carry on. For some reason, this just gave me a flash forward to a future episode we're going to get to. And it doesn't even really have anything to – It's it's very – like tangentially related but it just reminded me of the fact that there's the episode with the hot dog oh do you mean the subway sandwich is he a sandwich i don't know but it just made me think of that and now i'm really excited i can't wait to see this cabbage merchant cameo in sex in the city uh it's something Um, but i think the only thing that i (laughs) even thought of when i read this question was that um carrie would throw a cigarette into the cabbage cart and then it would just burst into flames it's <laughs> <laughs> flammable very famously flammable cabbage well i mean the cart is flammable so if yeah. the cart bursts into flame i know cabbage is like probably 90 percent water that is true like, my cabbage oh. cart yeah <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> well actually this would be good because cabbage is really nice roasted that's yeah. true, yeah. And then Carrie will have invented... Everyone smell it and then they'd eat it. And then now the cabbage guy has a, a new business. I love it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Alec. Next question is from... Fuck, why do people have names I can't read? <laughs> it's from friend of the show, Jess. <laughs> uh, oh, Jess. Yeah. I want to say it's uh, Tani Kappa. I don't know, actually. I've never known how to say your, your Tumblr name, Jess. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so if this comes another Chisa Tonkas, then I'm quitting the show. <laughs> but this is from friend of the show, Jess, aka uh, Tarek Apak <laughs> on Tumblr. I don't know. Don't make me read things. Uh, who hosts? Oh, it's Valentine's. What's the best or worst Valentine's Day you've ever had? That's a tough question. I I will answer this one okay. and say that I'd never really done anything for Valentine's Day. So being with you guys is my best one. Oh, that's very sweet. That's so sweet. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like most Valentine's Days have been just kind of mediocre for the most part. Mm -hmm. So this, yeah, this one will probably be the best one. I don't have like (laughs) any that, like I'm trying to think back on past years and like I don't really remember what I did on a single one of them. Like I have not been, like I've been not single for most of them, but at the same time it's just it's been super low key for any of them. So I don't. Oh, I have I have an idea, or I have a a good a good story, mm-hmm. kind of. Oh. <laughs> I did spend a very long time uh, making cupcakes for one of my exes for Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm gonna do that tonight. I'm gonna make cupcakes tonight after we record. Oh, that's so good. It's a very good Valentine's mm-hmm. snack. Um, I spent all day making them, and I put them in the fridge to have for the Valentine's Day. And the, the next day, I came down to take them out of the fridge, and my stepfather had eaten all of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he he doesn't even eat sugar, so, like, I have to assume it was wow. an act of aggression. <laughs> what is it with father figures and just eating food, which is clearly not for them? Yeah. Just eating food. As a power play. <laughs> eating food to own the children. <laughs> wow. 
honestly just like people eating other people's food is seriously like one of the most it pisses me off so much and it doesn't even happen to me like ever and it still pisses me off (laughs) like I had made these extremely like they were beautiful like I had frosted them and then like customized each of them with like little sprinkles and everything so there's no way he wasn't aware that they were like that's so evil (laughs) it's ridiculous my dad after I told my dad oh he ate my peanut butter ice cream i'm mad about it today he was eating my peanut butter ice cream again <gasps> oh no oh Why? my god he's just i mean luckily i had some and i didn't even like it that much it wasn't very good um okay but i was just like hey remember how you have diabetes <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat sugar yeah. and you're eating sugar um well done idiot i'm probably a great line of geniuses but yeah your stepfather sounds like horrible i'm very mad at that he is yeah <laughs> uh but thank you jess do you have anything stuff before we move on not really i honestly don't remember like any valentine's day aside from the current one i i can't remember shit about fuck mm-hmm. um so you're not the, i'm not the right person to ask yeah i've never had a particularly bad one either like it's just been whatever i don't know yeah yeah same last question from tumblr user mike dawson friend of the show who asks in light of dr your waiter which girl would make good vfd material and who would be a fan of esme squalor hmm I love this question, and I feel like those aren't mutually exclusive, because, I mean, there's, I don't know. Okay, Samantha, I feel like, would be a a fan of Esme, for sure. Same with Carrie, purely for the fashion. Yeah, for the fashion. And Carrie, I imagine, would hate children with, like, the same, (laughs) the same just (laughs) amount of dramaticism as Esme does, uh, unless she had, like, a very, I guess, I'm cute in quotations one to like dress up and be proud of uh I feel like Miranda's I feel like Charlotte would accidentally be part of Esme's like Mm -hmm. friend group not realizing (laughs) yeah and I feel like Charlotte would I feel like Charlotte would try to maybe be noble and be part of VFD but she would get killed like immediately like she'd be one of the people who just is on their first mission and gets (laughs) killed I mean most of VFD do get killed that's very true I would say mm. the the only valid one would be Miranda because I think she's actually smart. Yes. Miranda would make a good VFD member. Yeah. Maybe Samantha because Samantha would... Samantha seems like... I mean, sex is a very niche skill. But it's useful when nobody else seems to be using it. <laughs> exactly. And that's what every, everything that happens in a series of unfortunate events is because someone has like a very niche expertise which comes into it comes in super handy and then they die absolutely the thing is uh esme actually is very cool and i just wish she weren't so evil Uh, yeah (laughs) because i feel like i feel like she would be a really cool aunt i love her outfits (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i feel like every day i'm telling noah like hey that's that's not very in (laughs) what you're wearing and then i'm like oh shit Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Do you know, I feel the same because, like, even when I'm talking about leopard print, I'm like, oh, leopard print is in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a dedicated follower of fashion. I could see if I was, like, a spy or, you know, some sort of 
thing. I would definitely be obsessed with, like, I've been playing Hitman, and my favorite thing is to dress up in the different disguises. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thank you, mm-hmm. my Dawson. Yep. I think that that's all our questions that's for this week. It. I think that's all we have. Yep. So, would you like to? Would you like to plug it up for us, uh, Summer? Hmm. You can call these our butt plugs because they come at the end of the episode and there are plugs at the end. Oh, no. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it is appropriate and inappropriate at the same time. I was thinking of uh, Carrie where they're like, plug it up, plug it up. Um, but yeah, butt plugs work, so <laughs> take away. Okay, here are my butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Stellar Ghost and Tumblr at Interstellar Princess. And uh, of course, please check out my pod cabbages, which is the Avatar of the Last Airbender podcast I do with Noah, my husband. Uh, also on the nose, no, no space, <laughs> noise space network. Uh, it's an extremely good time. We have fun. It's a great yes. podcast. I. It's like, honestly... I listen to a lot of podcasts, but like when it comes to the ones I actually stay up to date with, my podcabbages is one of like the only two. So yeah, Aww. as someone who I mean has seen very few Avatar: The Last Airbender, I still enjoy it because I enjoy you too. You're very cute. Oh, thank you. My own bo- boyfriend even said, "Yeah, it's the best podcast on Noise Space." <laughs> Wow. And I was like, rude. And he was like, I mean, it's true, though. (laughs) It's like, I mean, sure. I mean, to be fair, he also has like three podcasts on the network. So, like, yeah, I'm very faux offended right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's also so cute when you're like, my husband. I don't know why. I just love it when someone says, my wife, my husband. Sometimes I feel like I'm being annoying, but there's like not really a better word for for uh, what he is, which is my husband. <laughs> the thing is, I stand domestic, dom, domestic, yeah. dis- I can't say the word. <laughs> we I stand your domestic partnership. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, domesticity? Yes, I can't say it. It's a hard word. It is. Okay. Um, Stephanie? Yeah, you can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island. You can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. And that's really all I, the places that I am. Yeah, I'm only on Tumblr and I'm, Tumblr is a dork, Phoenix. You sure are. That, that is who I be. <laughs> um, so I think that's it for this week, and that's it for season two. So you will find us next week with season three, which we're very excited about. We are so excited for season three. Ah, there's Yay. so many good stories. We've got some guests lined up, and I'm so excited about all of it. It's going to be good. Well, I'm not excited about one episode, but other than that, I'm excited about everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> But... Yep. Thank you so much, Summer, for coming on again. We're yes. always happy to have you. Absolutely. Yeah, it was very fun. I love I love to be here. More gals <laughs> the better. That's what I always say. Uh, so that's Absolutely. it. So goodbye, everyone. Good night. Or goodbye. bye. Good. I don't know. What should I be listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Good day. <laughs>